And now on Racing HQ, the Kia Friday Night Racing Preview. Yeah, time to get stuck in for Friday Night Racing at Canterbury with Luke Marlowe and Nick Burney. How are you, Luke? Very well, Dave. Good morning to you. Good morning, everyone. Uh, four meetings left in the night racing season. Uh, we race every Friday in February, and that's it until uh, next year. So if you haven't been to a Canterbury night meeting this season, make sure you get out there in the next uh, four weeks or tonight, DS. We've been talking this morning about great sayings, uh, a bit of banter. And one thing about Australian horse racing, there's always banter. Uh, especially you would know that from reading the text line. We, we had Ben Walker on before and we were doing the Bathurst preview and a text came through and it said, you blokes couldn't tip a waiter. Uh, and I thought that was a beauty. And then I've opened up the uh, the box and said, listen, text in your best and there's plenty coming. What's the best you've ever heard, mate? The the best banner either in the punters club. You had a beauty the other night. Barry was Jesus. He gets out of the coffin. That was sensational. <laughs> well, that's just me being an idiot, I suppose, Dave. But no, think... you know what, though? If you, you know what? I will say this, and there'll be people that disagree, but I'll tell you what, mate. It it gives it a bit of uh, personality, a bit of entertainment. Well, that's, that's what we're in, Dave. We're in the entertainment business. That's what racing is. The 99% of people bet on horse racing for entertainment, and uh, there's the, the 1% who do it for a living, and... Um, I think it's important that we remember that and we have some fun along the way. And um, certainly my style as a, a race caller has always been to add that little bit of colour. Don't get me wrong, accuracy is number one when you're a race caller. That is your most important thing to provide an accurate call for the audience. Uh, but in the TV age, people can see what's going on. So I think if you can add that little bit of colour and excitement and remember, even if you're calling a maiden out wide, for some owner and whoever owns that horse, that's their moment and, and a big thrill for them. So you've got to add that little bit of excitement, DS. But I've had um, I've had plenty of clever sprays uh, over the time by the text line. Our, that's what I love about our listeners, DS. They keep us honest. None, none spring to mind at the moment. I've tried to erase some of them uh, because they don't miss at times. But um, you know what? That that is that's fun from our perspective as well. If the listeners engage with us uh, via the text line, I think it's great. Love it. Uh, now, what about yourself, Nick, Bernie? Have you got anything for us, mate? Oh, good morning, Luke. G'day, David. Everyone listening in. Oh, you know, a bit the same. There's always a couple out there, um, you know, but I'm probably more around doing things like the reverse mock and all, all that kind of oh, stuff. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it can't, it can't win. It can't win. It can't, it can't yeah, win yeah. when you're in front. I love yeah, that. Yeah, all that type of stuff. Um, but, you know, it's good to be back out at Canterbury tonight. I'm up and about. See if we can back a few winners. But more importantly, I just wanted to ask Luke, is he going to come mm. back down for the redemption oh, on the geez. golf on the golf swing, mate? No. The, the insurance, mate. HIA, they they've they've said no. Well, here's I'm going the to insure it. I'm going to insure the embargo on myself. But um, <laughs> I don't know. I don't know if Luke's got one yet. Well, listen to this. I'm not geeing up here. So there's been a development to the story. Um, right. So you got, everyone knows what happened. I, I corked one, missed the net at Canterbury, and it was no good. And I've been absolutely copying it. It's been Marlow under fire for weeks. Uh, we haven't coming out of trees. Can we put that vision? Can I get a cop? Would you allow me to put some of that, that on Instagram? Just let it die, DS. Let it die. I'm no, it's copying. too good, mate. <laughs> mate, it's too, it'd be it like die. me. It, it, mate, honestly, it's the best. It's the best. So what about this? Listen to this. So my local course, I'm a member at Randwick Golf Club, which is in Malabar, funnily enough. And I played there last Sunday, and I had a good round. I had 35 points, which is decent. If anyone plays golf, Stableford points. If you get 36 points, 
you've basically played your handicap. So I pretty much played in my handicap, had a good round. I say to my playing partners, I'm back, boys. Don't worry about Canterbury. I'm back here. I've got the groove back. Walk, walked into the clubhouse, had the chest out, entering the score. How good. Next minute, a random gentleman comes up to me and he goes, hey, you that bloke who hit that ball into the crowd at Canterbury? And I go, oh, no, mate, it wasn't me. You've got the wrong bloke. He goes, I know it's you, Marlo. You're useless. That's gold. <laughs> He, he recognised me and came up and, and gave me a spray. And um, But he, he did say, look, you're not much of a golfer, but I enjoy what you guys do um, on the air yourself and Dave. So it was a, a little gold. bit of a double-edged sword, DS. Uh, well, some, some would say there. it was half a rort. Some are saying it's half a rort. Uh, there was a bit of conspiracy. You know, we, we obviously had that conspiracy theorist, Hurls, you get on the program. He thinks the earth's flat and he thinks you didn't go to Queen Anne. But he's also <laughs> suggesting that it was a raw be- and it was a, a, an attempt to get Callender out on the track running and creating a bit of a lane and, and horses coming down that lane then because it was a real firm part of the track where he had to go and find the ball. So Jeez, always think, oh, mind that think about that, oh, yeah. yeah. And then if you go back yeah, to the replays, yeah. it was a bit of a, a one-lane highway then at Canterbury because Callender, they call it the Callender Highway now. So out wide, maybe you can get that in the calls, you know. Someone comes <laughs> wide, go, they've got the Callender Highway now. Calendar, the Callender Lane. <laughs> That's lane. very good. That's really oh. good. I'll tell you what, but yeah. would it be, uh, I hope they check the track afterwards. There are no holes there. Lucky no horses go that wide. But I was just searching <laughs> the mentions on my Twitter looking for a good spray and there was one here uh from a i won't give up the person but they said what about you marlo promise the world delivered an atlas uh, so there you go <laughs> promise the world delivered an atlas boys that's that's the beauty i found there but there's plenty of good one-liners getting about ds you've got a few up your sleeve oh uh, mate I, I went if nash can kick clear on this favor in the first which by the way is even money i speak of Oh, jeez. Well, mate, It'll if he's win. in front by three, tell him to throw the whip over the fence, Nash. You don't need it. Straight <laughs> to the glass house after that. Uh, $2 at his favourite. Obviously, it just wins, boys. I think so. I think so. I mean, look, I am I think he, he'll just stay off the fence from barrier two. He's got the leader drawn gate one, which I don't think will run 12.50 and any. So I think he'll just sit off the fence, either 1-1 one, one or outside the lead, and it'll be too strong. I think that land win, it's a one to form. Is the right form. Nash just in great touch. Uh, so I think he'll get the job done for us, boys. I'm 1-4-6-2 in the first four. The danger rip-off. I like the fact he's back in distance because uh, she just struggled a bit late there at 1,400 metres. Six overview. Um, look, I was unimpressed, I've got to say, with a, the with a first preparation. I think that Monopoly girl form race at Kembla, her last start has not really stood up. Trials are OK, but you've got to respect J-Mac and Waller. Um, but I've got a third pick and number two best of the others, guys. It's my best, Dave. One, four, six, two, automation. Just get in the queue, Nick, in the first. Yeah, what could possibly go wrong? It's my best, too. <laughs> I, I, <laughs> I think I think she's a good thing. Look, I think she's a sixty chance, if I'm being honest, guys. That's the way, that's how I marked her. I just really liked that first up run. She only had the one soft trial. Um, that race rated really well relative to the day. She accelerated. She went through the line very strongly. I just really like this setup here. Look, I would have loved up in distance, but I can just only see her stepping off that first up run. And she just brings superior profile to a lot of these here. With you, with rip-off in for second. I uh, thought it was solid enough there, first up at Kensington. She battled on well to hold fourth, so it'll roll forward. And overviews tried quite nicely, and Jameis goes in for fourth. It did run well above market expectations. Um, on debut, but yeah, it's all about Autumn Nation for me. I'm one four six and two. Race number two, and uh, this horse that uh, was is scratched from tomorrow, which races tonight, 
Uh, excellent indeed. Uh, is it two thirty in favourite, Luke? Well, my my comment with him is. I don't know if it was just programming or what the story was, but he had that 900-metre trial at Rose Hill, and then he came back in distance to an 800-metre trial. So um, I might just be over-analysing there. Um, but in that 900, he was out of carrots right on the line, and then he comes back in distance. So I'm just wondering about that. Um, I've gone the other way with number five, Mellifluent. Uh, I thought that it trialled at the same uh, venue, Warwick Farm. They were at the same set of trials. And if you marry up the times, there wasn't much in them. And Excel indeed was ridden out to the max and Malifluent was on the bridle and cruising. We get J-Mac here, um, only the one trial. Uh, I thought he moved through the line nicely there at the farm. He's got a good action. And I'll go five to beat four, uh, five Malifluent to beat four, Excel indeed. Uh, gee, you were having a hard time saying it when you inter- inter- uh, interviewed Bot yesterday, DF. Oh, I did uh, what, what, was I, what did I say? You were just excellent, <laughs> excellent indeed, excellent indeed. <laughs> How do you say number two, dear? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Caraventurail, we'll go with. Caraventurail, yeah. Oh, no, two. I was looking at the five, the uh, the MILF, the MILFluent. This preview is going to shambles. Uh, number two is my third pick, guys. <laughs> Uh, Caravan Zero. I'm cast here in this second race, do you? Saying all these, aren't I? Oh, and mate. then number nine. Number nine <laughs> next bet. Uh, and uh, that's come out. So eight, I'll promote. Five, four, two, and eight <laughs> in race two. I love it. <laughs> yeah, good luck with this call, Luke. Oh, I'm two, five, four, and six here. I'm with Caravan Zeride. Look, I think it's the two Godolphin runners who I wanted to um, stand out. Obviously, the bookie and McDonald on mellifluent is probably the key note there but i just wanted to put the other one on top because you do have a look at its run there on debut at rose hill just nothing went right he was never on the track he had to make that long white sustained run then just copped a bump wanted to get on the wrong leg so put a line through that run watched his trials before that and just at the odds i want to lean that way because he's going to be smothered away on the map and just might get the last crack at them mellifluent as i said mcdonald on the big tick there did think it showed a bit of adaptability in its trials. Took a trail in its last one. Liked how it went through the line, not extended. So I think you can sprint fresh. Excellent indeed. Also, the other one has to go in. Fits a really good Canterbury 1100-meter profile. And ride the river brings um, race experience. But, yeah, just at the odds, I wanted to lean towards the two caravans to ride. Two, five, four, and six. Righto, race three. Another favorite here for Wallop and uh, McDonald off the inside here. Will he be in the coffin, Marlowe? Which one, DS? Uh, okay. What is it? Amaro? Is it Amaro or Moro? Mm, yeah, I think he will be, actually. Uh, I think he'll be third defence, yes, in the coffin. But, you know, it can be... It can work. You can get um, out of the coffin. You can get out of the coffin. But, look, I, I'm i with Marchese, guys. I like the way he trialled. Um, he was wide in both runs last preparation. And uh, I think he's got ability. Uh, he was just cruising there at Rose Hill. I know he trialled at home. But looking at the map here, I thought... He could just cruise across, park outside the lead or lead, uh, depending on what other runners do. So I'm just happy to go his way. Um, Amaro, no no real knock. Um, got the nice figures for this class of race. Was restrained from a wide draw. Just the last 50, Nick. Um, what did you think? Uh, at the end of the 1,000, I just would have, in an ideal world, like to see it go through the line that bit stronger. Yeah, no, I agree with you there. I could definitely see that. Um, and you do look at the sectionals, it did drop off against the other runners. Um, but then I did look more into that because I went back to its first up run and it sprinted quite well. 
out to that, mm. uh, I think it was the 1,200. So I, I just want to be maybe the soft track back to the dry. I think it's a big yep. tick for me tonight. Yeah, you're, I think it's the danger, definitely. Market tells us that. One next best, Gaylord. And number five, I've included Peaceful Prince. Um, but I've gone with Marchese there, guys, in the third. Two, six, one, five, my numbers. Yeah, I, I did go with Emma. I'm six, two, five, and three. I tossed and turned for a bit, but I, I just came back to the race that's coming out of Emma and uh, just with the fitness edge as well. And they're, they're back Kensington mate, and they don't rate much better than that as a whole. So I just wanted to follow that race. Uh, did sprint the fastest four of the two, and as I said, peaked late. But I think she's just ready to win now, coming out of two strong races, gets the perfect setup tonight. I think James McDonald will definitely have the option if he wants to lead. Um, he can push up uh, on the inside there, especially with Silver Cliff coming out of the race. But I'm happy to put uh, him on top. Marsha Rye goes on, on in for second picks, trolled up really well. Like this last couple of bounds and how it did it through the line. Peaceful Prince. Thought it was a brave debut the other day at Kembler. It kept coming to the line in a in a strong last section. A midnight hurry. Rock hard fit and maps to have more favours. But wanted to lean to MRO. Just coming out of that really strong race. 6-2-5-3. We're on the Kia Friday night preview with Luke Marlowe and Nick Burney. Uh, can we lay off Marlowe and get back to roasting calendar like we're meant to be? Thank you, Owen yeah. from Bondi. <laughs> Champion, how's Alan, he, good on how's his performance been, Bernie? You've been with him. Is he? How's he been going there behind the uh, behind the camera? Honestly, outstanding. It's um, it's uh, it's good fun working with Richie. He's a um, good judge and very fun at the same time. So we, we try to have a bit of fun on Friday nights. Um, I love it when one gets. I, lo- I when I when I've done a Friday night with him. But when he, and you can tell he's had his life on it. He gets caught in a pocket, and you know you, you you're there, and it's just like you're at the pub, you know, or, you, yeah. or you're watching the race with a mate. And the next minute you're the director Q, and he's blowing up. Yep, race. Uh, well, what about that performance? You know, four seven six. But what about Fettingham on the inside? There's Sefton Hall. You know, that probably sounds a bit more like Kenny, but still, uh, it's just and you just it's just the best. He is. It is dude. funny how it's gold. It is funny how he talks like he's old man, isn't it? A great man. Yeah. It, it's yeah. very very good. Uh, yeah, the speaking ultimate, of the ultimate professional to, to go from getting beat in a photo to, to hold your um hold your nerve and still react in a normal way. Oh, um, it's, it's the pretty best. amazing. And you can tell when he's a bit frustrated because he'll give the numbers really like he'll go four five seven at Canterbury. Let's get let's get to Joycey at Sunshine Coast. Like he's just got to get out of there. Um, the fourth at Canterbury. I tell you what, Team Hawks. They got Queen Vianne out of the way. They got that out of the way, and they've just had winner, 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 winner. It's been going good. Sefton Hall can it win Marlow? Oh, it can, for sure. Uh, Winker's on. I think he still goes back from the draw. Look, I, I normally wouldn't would look to try and oppose this style of horse around here, particularly in a race where there's not speed in numbers, but I just think he's got uh, too good a sprint for them, Seton Hall. I think he'll park back. Tommy will just get momentum up before the turn, and I think he'll run him over tonight and break through. So uh, I'm one, five, four, three, five. the danger. I thought superstitious. I just... Uh, look, I, I put the... I brushed sort of the provincial form in this race and I just wanted to go with um, that, that proven Metro stuff. And that's what he brings, uh, superstitious, that turn down race. I think that'll be okay. So he's definitely the danger. Uh, then number four, St. Andrews on debut. His trials aren't anything to set the world on fire, but strong connections and he's very well bred. So I wanted to include him. And three, Master Riley might lead, can over race, but if it settles with the claim, I think it could keep bobbing for a while. But I think the, the top is hard to beat. One, five, four, and three. How'd you handle it, Nick? Yeah, I can't add too much more. I'm one, five, three, and seven. It's just Luke. I, I, if it's not today, I'm not just not sure where it is for Seton Hall. Uh, this is yeah. this is his race. Um, 
Well, he was a drifter in the betting first up there at Newcastle. He just had too much to do. He had to be restrained from that wide jaw. And I agree, I'm a, I try to take on runners like this, but he got back in a very slowly run race, had to make that long sustained sprint, ran on hard, fourth, um, fastest final 400 of the meeting. And you look at the form to come out of that race, it's been a couple of place getters in Zadaki and now. Um, this is his race to win. He's, he's got to stand up today, though, Seton Hall. Um, he's had a few chances, but I do think he is a nice horse. Superstitious in for second. Thought that was a nice return as a gelding first up at this track a fortnight ago. I don't think it's suited to that sit and sprint race shape, so a bit more momentum tonight. I think he's a run a cheeky race. Master Riley will roll forward, and Fergana coming out of a strong uh, race there at Canberra, Canberra 21 days ago. But I think he has to stand up tonight, Seton Hall, 1-5, 3-7. The favourite in race five, 1,900-metre care handicap, 60,000 up for grabs here. Jack Duggan, 4.20, Marlow. Well, Stanley, I thought this was a tough race, and this is where it gets hard for me. These last three races are sort of um, I'm dart-throwing here. But my, what I come up with here in race five is Sophia's Magic's had three runs back now from a spell, and now they go for J-Mac. So she's had the three runs to get fit, and McDonald now goes on fourth up where uh, she draws barrier two. I just think Planets align here for her to run boldly, and I was uh, left with her on top number eight to beat five smart as smart. Should have won last start at Gosford. Don't mind the 1900. I think it still had gas in the tank uh, late there last start, so I made it the danger. One Jack Duggan's going great guns, and four old mate uh, Ringer Hoy. He gets a run in the top four. Numbers 8514. Yeah, I'm the same. I was looking for a little bit different of an angle here. I'm 2581. I'm going to go the outside of the Bialco Del Mist. And she's just the one who brings a different form line. And I know she, the form guide will read that she ran six last start of six runners. But I just thought there was a bit more merit than meets the eye. She was completely not run to suit, got pushed wide on the turn. And as she was building it into it, she just copped a bump at the 200. I think that just might have taken the wind out of her. But I still like how she picked up and closed off okay. Might still be one off, but just at the odds out to 1,900 metres. I'm happy to spec her. Smart is smart. Um, has to hit the 1,900 metres for the first time. But, geez, it probably should have won there last start after getting too far back again in a slowly run race, but ran good closing splits. Uh, yeah. Seriously. What was doing? Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Anyway. anyway. I was on it, but yeah, moving on. Oh. Uh, is Magic, I agree. McDonald going on. I think they'll ride her colder tonight. I think that might be the plus, just getting a smother. And also in for fourth pick, um, I've had to put in Jack Duggan, who probably should have finished close to their last start and been near the finish. Just got lost at a, got put into an awkward spot around the 800. But just at the odds, Bianco Del Miss, 2 5 8 1. All right, we go to Amati, who's favourite in race six. Yeah, I'm going to oppose it slightly as favourite. Um, I thought that race that Nick was just talking about, the Bartio Del Miss race, she was in that. And uh, she was the horse that did the pushing uh, to get into the clear, Amati. And um, look, once she, she got out, she, she came home okay. Uh, I think she still had uh, some uh, strength left through the line. And look, J-Mac goes on. Just the draw, I, I sort of, I was unsure where she'd end up. So my numbers are one, four, two, three. I've got her in there for sure. But I just think Ella Tiyama is the map horse here. I think it's just going to get the absolute dream running behind them. It's third up. I like backing Chris's horses as they get into a preparation. They just tend to improve all the time. And she is accepted for Saturday. So I note that they come here. I like that option. And uh, with the claim for Osmond, I think she'll run a, a really good race uh, for the danger for me. And that's Cirebon. It's just flying. Uh, so is the trainer, Sarah Ryan. Number two, Amati. She's got a chance. Uh, she's in there. 
and number three, Arale. One, four, two, three. Nick, how do you see it? Yeah, I quite like her, Marty. I think she was the other best of the night for me. I'm 2-1, uh, 4 and 3. And I, I get your points about that race. I just think everything now just points towards a peak performance, third up. And she's just had excuses in both runs, this uh, two preps. And the, the market was there to say she's come back really well, this prep. Um, she was heavily backed right at the death there last start. Got into an impossible position. I just thought she, when she was checked and blocked, she lost her momentum. For a bit of a few strides, but I liked how she picked up eight classes final turn of the meeting. I actually don't mind the wide draw because she's going to blend into this race. She can get it back to follow with McDonald on. Um, she gets a more genuine tempo, so that's only going to suit her. I think she can come down the outside and hopefully win in this sixth event. I'm with you with Ella Tiamo. It might be the safe horse. Uh, I think she's ready to peak third up. Always faced the breeze in a good even tempo there last start at Rose Hill. And she's the one that never shirked her task to the, other, to the line where the other on pace has faded. So a big plus for that. Sarah Bond, as you said, flying straight to the front again. Just has to go up four kilos. Uh, so the handicappers caught it now in a rail coming out of two strong um, races as well. But I quite like Amadi. I'm 2 1, 4 and 3. And the lucky last, Marlow, even money here, Bubba's Bay. Got a good chance. The only reason I'll, I'll slide away from her DS is that I think there's, there's just a few up there that might rattle a cage um, on speed. So look. Uh, she brings the Saturday form. Look at that form. Our, our Kobe's son, Tin Turkey. I mean, that's pretty good. Now, it might just be too classy. Into even money, I know. But I'm going to have a throw at the stumps with number seven, Rebel Dean. Uh, Barry goes on here. I think it can just sit back off the speed and, and show a good turn of foot. Seven on top to beat one Bubba's Bay. She's hard to beat, isn't she, uh, bringing that Saturday form. And, and no knock from me. Uh, best of the others, I thought, was number um, two, Liberty Sun. I threw it in at big, big odds here. Two duck eggs in two runs back. But... Just think with Collett going on, it could do something third up now that it's a bit fitter. And number six, Mr. Kennedy, best of the others. I come home, 7-1-2-6 in the last, Nick. Yeah, I was really keen on Oakfield Duke, but we might have to wait for mm. that runner till Wednesday. So keep an eye on that. But yeah, look, I'll I'll so well. I'm left, yeah, so I'm left with Bubba's Bay. Um, with that said, I think we'll probably get a better price. Um, just looking at her run there last time, note she only led at a moderate tempo um, when running third to our Kobe son, but she was suited by the pace, but I think that was negated because late in the day, it was very hard to lead and win on that track. She raced in the inferior ground, and just at the weights after the claim, I think she gets in really well here. She's rock hard fit, and this is her race to win. Uh, Mr. Kennedy has to go in the only last start winner engaged. It rolls forward. Liberty Sun, I agree with you. I think it's the knockout chance. Definitely goes in the quaddy. And if you want to play the wider exotics, because you go back to its last prep, it has some winnings to, uh, to win this race around that $16, $17 mark. And Rebel Dean um, can definitely be there as well. But Bubba's Bay, um, left with it. But I think it's, it's going to be very hard to catch. One, six, two, and seven. All right. What about a quaddy and a best? I well, you know where I'm at, where I'm at with quaddies, but yeah. I'll give you my best. Uh, race one, number one, Autumn Nation. Um, I'll be in the coffin if it goes under. <laughs> what's that movie? Yeah. Uh, what's that movie where they were in the coffin and they get out? Or I don't even know if they get out. I haven't seen it. The, That's bad. Dracula, Dave. That's Dracula. No, 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 no. There's an actual movie where I think they're buried. It was a famous oh, really? movie. Like, bad for you, claustrophobia. You sick stuff. You no, I, mate, I, stuff, I, I haven't <laughs> watched it. No. Is it called Flatliners? It might be Flatliners. No, I'm not, I'm not kidding. There's a movie. Yeah, Five Medical stu- Students Experiment. I think it's called, I think. I don't know. I could be wrong. I haven't seen it. I don't want to see it. You, mate, I do not. You know me. I don't watch any of that rubbish. Please. 
Well, hopefully uh, it's not Canterbury at six oh three PM tonight. That, that wouldn't be good. No, hundred percent, hundred percent. No, no, no. Uh, what about your best in Quaddy, mate? Yeah, I'm best bet. Um, two best tonight. One race one number one, Autumn Nation. Uh, race six number two, and Marty Quaddy. Uh, race four numbers one and five. Race five two five and eight. Race six two and one. Race seven one six two. So thirty six combos. Uh, thirty six dollars for the hundred percent. Now, Grant Boyden, are you there, mate? Can you... Okay. Boydo, can you please cue some John Farnham for me? You can pick a song. What's your... What's your you know, give us give us the voice or something. Because I'm just seeing this on social media. I can't believe it. Or maybe you can believe back. it. Well, oh, G Hall, oh, Gareth yeah. Hall. Gareth Hall, uh, obviously down there on Melbourne Radio. He's, he's, he's broken the news yeah. uh, that Damien Oliver is set to backflip on his retirement plans. What's it really? only been? What, how long until they he won the the gold rush? How long? <laughs> well, you know where well, he's going to ride. Where's he going to ride? I'm not seeing out. He's riding in Saudi Arabia in a couple. of He's weeks. going to Saudi Arabia. Yeah, he's going to white handle the leashes rides. I'm filthy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Damien! Back. So it's just just a one off, just a one off comeback. Oh, I don't know, but well. I mean, he still had a few years left in him, the great man. He was still riding that well. But 100%. No, I'm half filthy, DS. Now she'll get the scraps up there. Oh, well, as we go to a break, <laughs> Damien Oliver's doing a Johnny Farnham comeback. Of course, they don't bet over there in Saudi Arabia, so I don't know if we'll be betting on them at the tab. But he's, uh, he's Johnny Farnham. <laughs> you can have something on our bike with me if you want to. <laughs> See you, boys. See you, boys. Brought to you by Same Race Multi on the Tab app. Combine multiple runners for bigger odds. You win some, you lose more.